place where we chat all things self-discovery, personal development, manifestation, living your purpose and your best goddamn life. My name is Ailey and I'm a personal development coach. I'm dedicated to helping people who are unsatisfied to live a much more fulfilling life. Hello and welcome back to the pod. I am going to kick this off by letting you know that this Sunday, the 22nd of October, 8pm Western Australia time and 1pm UK time, I am hosting a live online workshop and it is all about connecting with your inner being and giving you the tools to embody that version of you that you want to become going forward. We are programmed to live life a certain way and the majority of that is to please other people. And this workshop is to help you align with your inner self and connect with the highest version of you. So if you're interested, drop me a DM or an email. You can also book through my website. If you go to www.lunabellwellness.com and go to events, you can book through there. So anyway admin out the way. Um, life in Oz has has been good this week. My god it's getting hot and this is not even the start of it. Yesterday was 35 degrees. I think it might have even th- hit 36 but at 5.30 in the evening it was 34 degrees. Like this is a new reality for me. Um, we had to wait in all afternoon yesterday for a rental inspection, something I've never done because I've never rented before, didn't know we had to do, but basically got told someone will be out between 12 and 5. So we took the kids to the park in the morning and it was hot. Thankfully they've put up the sunshades and things now, but walking back was like woofed, the heat and the flies, oh my days, the flies are going to drive me insane. They really are. I'm going to have to get used to them. But they apparently get a hell of a lot worse in the height of summer. So I am not looking forward to that. But just walking down the road and they're going in your ear and up your nose. And oh, it's horrible. Anyway, flies are the least of my worries anyway when it comes to bugs here. But yeah, we had to wait in all day or afternoon. And um, David, my husband, is late shift just now. So half five we decided, well say we, I decided to take the kids to the beach and didn't really bring anything with us. I brought their toys, their kind of beach toys, um, but did not expect it to still be 34 degrees, didn't bring any sun cream, (laughs) didn't bring hats. I just thought that we would just go and play in the sand for a bit and it would start to get cool and, but my god it was hot. And then we missed the sunset the plan was to go and do sunset at the beach but we queued for chips at the shop the only one that was available that was open for half an hour and still hadn't taken our order and I thought fuck this I'm going to KFC for them so (laughs) nice healthy nutritious meal um but yeah life has been so different it just is another world like just lying on the beach, being able to go to the beach at half five at night and it's still busy and people are still in the sea and just, yeah, there's so much to do. There is so much to do. Like, I don't think we've taken the kids to the same place twice apart from the occasional play park and things, but when we're actually going out for the day, there's so much choice. And at the weekend, we just went to this play park that I had seen 
online somewhere and it was right next to the river and we went to like just get a lovely cafe and a restaurant there and we walked down and paddled in the river and oh it's just such a different lifestyle so we are getting used to the lifestyle used to the heat I love the heat if it was up to me I'd be outside sunbathing but the sun is very strong here so I'm very conscious many like most people are very sun cautious um you know big wide brim hats loads of sunscreen on so I need to get the Brit out of my head and stop thinking the minute I see sun oh I need to go and get a suntan it it doesn't work like that not when you live in a hot country that you can probably get a tan in 10 minutes out in the sun so yeah it's just adapting but someone that I was speaking to who moved here about a month before me um she was telling me about a thing called expat exhaustion so never heard of it but it makes total sense so you may have heard me saying before that 96 to 98 percent of the things that we do on a daily basis are habitual so that means that we have no conscious control over the majority of the things that we do but when you move to another country you do not have habits yet now it takes three to four months to create a new habit or replace a habit so i've only been here what six weeks something like that so i have not had the time to create either healthy or unhealthy habits so it's even things like going to the supermarket you have to do everything consciously when you are in a new country so it's even like you know where you're driving you you don't drive on autopilot because you don't know where the fuck you're going and when you go to the supermarket you don't just pick up like a block of cheese and just shove it in your trolley you're standing there with about 16 different options and you're like what fucking cheese do I buy it's everything it has to be done from a conscious point of view so that brings its own sense of exhaustion which makes total total sense and it's even things like walking into the kitchen and you don't know where anything is because there's that many cupboards and then you realize that it's in the giant pantry that you have to go and find that you know it's just silly things that when you you know you're brought up a certain way and you live in the same country for all your days you just do things automatically subconsciously you don't think about them but when everything is new you have to do everything consciously and you have to make a conscious effort to do things and to meet people and to talk to people and to drive places and to go places that you don't know so that explains a lot because I am absolutely pooped every day I'm so tired but I thought it was just the heat but now this makes total total sense anyway brings me nicely on to the subject the topic of this week's podcast so I wanted to talk a bit about how we're programmed to live our lives for other people. Now, obviously, I mentioned at the start of the podcast that I am doing a live workshop on Sunday on this very topic. But it's just because the amount of people that you speak to, um, and, and I have the same conversation over and over again about how we are programmed to live a certain way and that way is normally to please other people. So from the education system that we go through, the education that we have, 
to the careers that we choose, the relationships we enter, the friendships we have, the choices we make, they're all shaped by how we've been programmed to live. And sadly, for many, many, many people, it's a life that's designed to suit other people rather than ourselves. So if you ask yourself, what choices are you making that is purely to suit your own needs and wants? And what choices are you making that don't actually align with who you truly are? So that's why I wanted to do this workshop because so many decisions and choices are either made on autopilot where you know our habits and our paradigms have control over the decisions that we make just purely from how we have been shaped to live or we are making decisions based on what we think we should do or what society says we should do you know it's things like getting caught up basically on the ride in the wave of life you know, doing the th- the next thing that we think we should be doing, like having an education education system, you know, graduating, getting a job, buying a house, getting married, having kids, working till we're 65, retiring. What's it all for? And more importantly, who is it all for? You know, if if you could redesign your life, would you make the same choices or would you make different choices and can you see where you have perhaps made choices in your life that if you had complete complete control over your beliefs and your habits and your paradigms would you make those same choices it's all about how we have been programmed to live how we've been molded to put other people's feelings, opinions and validation before our own. And I've done a topic on this before in the podcast on the art of decision making, how we often make decisions either based on what we think people will want us to do or we seek validation from others or their opinions before we make a decision. Now, making a decision that way is absolutely completely not in alignment with who you truly are because you're not making a decision from a place of contentment and joy and happiness and what feels right to you. You're making a decision from a place of fear, of doubt, of lack, of worry and you're seeking validation from other people. But we often do this without even realising. So if you could design your life, you know, write your own script, you're the star of the movie, then would you be making different decisions? Would you live somewhere different? Would you have a different job? Would you just have a different life or lifestyle altogether? These are the questions that you need to start asking yourself because otherwise you're living a life to suit other people and you are not living a life that's authentic to you. If you can say hand on heart, 100%, I am making decisions based on what's right for me, then kudos to you because you are on the right track. Absolutely. But we've been programmed to live a certain way. And even when it comes to spending money, for example, we're conditioned to believe that it's okay to spend money on certain things. And again, it's how we have been programmed how we've been brought up and how we have been shaped and moulded as a person. I saw a Facebook post earlier on 
um, it's a group, Facebook group that I'm in for mums in WA. And someone was, I don't know if they were complaining, but <coughs> concerned that they were going to be $34 out of pocket because of a doctor's appointment. So over here in Australia, you get a thing called Medicare if you're from certain countries and also if you have permanent residency or citizenship in Australia. So Medicare just takes a fecking age though and we still don't have ours sorted. However, that's by the by. What you have to do as an adult, I think it's age 16 or over, you have to pay for your doctor's appointments and then you claim back via Medicare. But this person was saying that their appointment was $75. Once they claim back for Medicare, they're still going to be $34 out of pocket. Now, a doctor's appointment is something that directly relates to your health and well-being. So, okay, but this person is worried about paying for a doctor's appointment or being $34 out of pocket, not even the full amount, $34 out of pocket for something that, as I said, directly relates to your health and well-being. They don't think that's okay, but yet this person probably pays a hell of a lot more on things like their mobile phone, their internet access, subscriptions to Netflix, etc. Why is it not okay to prioritise their health and well-being and be $34 out of pocket? Which, in the grand scheme of things, you know, I'd pay $34 to see a doctor if I needed to see one. Absolutely, I would. Why is it not okay? And it got me thinking about how we are designed to think about money and how we categorise things into whether or not we feel okay about spending money on those things. So take ourselves, for example. How many of you feel completely comfortable spending money on yourself? So it took me personally a long time to get comfortable with this. I remember feeling really guilty any time that I spent money on anything that was for me. So clothes, beauty treatments, makeup, anything that I was going to be the only person to benefit from. I honestly felt like I had to justify why I'd spent money and justify to myself as well as to other people. But I don't, but why? Why is it not okay to spend money on ourselves and yet we think nothing of spending money on things that no one really benefits from that much? So think about subscriptions, for example. If you were to add up everything you spent on Netflix, Amazon, Disney+, Spotify, Apple, would you be surprised to learn just how much you're spending on these things? I want you to add up the total that you're spending on these things and ask yourself, would you be comfortable spending the same amount of money on yourself each month? Would you spend the money on things that directly benefit you and bring you joy? So I find it incredible that so many people just will not spend money on themselves. Now, I include myself here because up until I took the leap and invested in myself, I had the same mentality about money. 
So, you know, clothes, shoes, makeup, etc. They're often seen as okay to purchase because you come away with a physical product. But what about the things that we spend money on that we can't necessarily see? Even, you know, when it comes to investing into your education and knowledge, for example, many, many, many people just, they don't see an issue with spending hundreds, even thousands on a a course or a program that gives them a certificate or some sort of qualification at the end of it. So even if the person never actually uses that qualification in their career journey, it's still seen as okay because you get something physical out of that investment. Crazy, isn't it? Why do we not think the same way about investing in our personal development or our well-being or our mindset or just our happiness? I remember, excuse me, I remember feeling like I couldn't spend the money on things like retreats and treatments or programs or coaching but why not and it is all down to how we've been programmed to live and again coming back to live a life to please other people getting a qualification pleases other people doesn't it it pleases our parents our educators our employers our future employers But does it please ourselves? Is it what we really want to be doing with our time and money? Spending money on our own personal development, our self-discovery journey, it pleases us and only us. No one else gets direct joy or benefit from that. Hence the issue with spending money. We're pleasing ourselves and doing something that directly benefits us and us only. So how do we get over this fear of spending money on ourselves? Well, my rule of thumb is whenever I am making any sort of investment, now that will include coaching, programs, education, including retreats, wellness treatments, health, well-being, you know, clothing, shoes, anything, anything that directly benefits me and me only. I ask myself, will my future self thank me for this investment? Now, even when it comes to clothing, for example, I used to, years ago, I used to shop in cheap stores because I felt better about myself if I spent less money. I I, I then wouldn't feel very good in those clothes and I would often be embarrassed to say where I got them from. They normally wouldn't last very long either because it's cheap material. And I thought I would, you know, I'd end up having to bin that and then maybe buy something again the next month or a couple of months later because I felt at the time it was better to spend less money on me. But the material was cheap, didn't last, and I didn't feel very good when I wore it. If I had spent more money on something that was more expensive, it was better quality and that I really loved, then of course my future self was going to thank me for this. Now, not only would it last longer, but I would instantly feel more confident and more comfortable when I wore it. 
I also had a sense of pride in what I was wearing and also a sense of pride that I was able to buy myself something nice. So when it comes to investing in things that we can't physically hold, you know, like a coaching program or wellness treatment or anything along those lines, just ask yourself, is my future self going to thank me for this investment? If something is going to move you closer towards feeling a certain way, if it's going to help you ultimately feel a certain way or bring you closer to that feeling, if it's going to bring you joy, if it's going to make you happy, if it's going to move you closer towards your goal, if it's going to help you become the person that you want to become, if it's going to allow you to grow and evolve as a person, if your intuition is guiding you towards it, if it feels right in your gut, then absolutely your future self is going to thank you for that investment. You need to start living life for you and you only. It is okay to be selfish. That again is another paradigm and belief that we are brought up and we are molded to believe that selfishness is a bad thing. Selfishness is not a bad thing. Selfish is when you put yourself first and when you do that you are in alignment with you because you are doing something that you need, your soul needs, your body needs. You are nourishing yourself, you're filling up your own cup. There's nothing selfish about that and just always remind yourself that you need to be the best version of you to give the best to other people. So whether or not you are a mum or a carer or a, a sibling or a friend, whatever you are to other people, then you can give the best version of yourself if you are at the best version in the first place. If you're filling up your own cup, you then you're able to provide for other people. So don't use the excuse that, oh, I'm a busy mum or, oh, I'm, I've got to do this for so-and-so or, you know, I, I've agreed to do that. That's not an excuse. You are your priority. You cannot pour from an empty cup. So you have to fill your own cup up before you fill other people's. Think about in an aeroplane, own gas mask on before, is it a gas mask? Oxygen mask, that's terrible. Oxygen mask before other people's. And it's just an example of how we've been shaped to live a certain way and to put other people's feelings and happiness and expectations before our own. But you need to start living life for you. Start doing things that bring you joy and stop feeling guilty for spending money on yourself because it's just a direct result of being conditioned to please other people. It's going to feel uncomfortable to spend money on yourself. It's going to feel uncomfortable to step slightly away from the path that you maybe were shaped to go on. It's going to feel uncomfortable during personal development and personal growth. Remember that change is inevitable, but growth is optional. You learn to embrace and grow with the changes. And in order to do that, you need to become the best version of you. So make the decisions and the investments today that your future self is going to thank you for. And it, it can be anything, as I said, from clothing to you know education or knowledge or coaching or even just, be, just 
allowing yourself to get your nails done every month or whatever it is, if your future self is going to thank you for an investment, then it's pushing you on the right path. So there's nothing to feel guilty about. And I've come across it a lot with people very reluctant to spend money, especially on themselves and their personal development but it is purely down to how we've been programmed to spend money and how we've been programmed to think that it's okay to have a million and one subscriptions to something that is not going to bring us joy and happiness and fulfillment it might bring us joy for an hour or so but it's not bringing us fulfillment and happiness and joy on a you know deeper level it's not allowing us to grow as a person it's not encouraging personal growth so why is it okay to spend money on all these things when it's not okay to spend money on the things that will bring you those feelings so basically (laughs) that was just such a rant sorry but basically the gist of this episode was all revolving around how we are shaped to live life for other people and it's simple things like how we spend money makes us realise that there's nothing wrong with being selfish, there's nothing wrong with putting yourself first and there's absolutely nothing wrong with spending money on yourself. You're never going to get to where you want to be by doing things that you've done up until now. My favourite saying is Henry Ford once says, if you do the things that you've always done, you'll always get what you've always got. There is no truer saying. So make a change, do something different, invest in something, do the thing that you've been wanting to do or you've been putting off or you don't want to invest the money in. If it feels right and it's going to move you closer towards your goal and your future self is going to thank you for it, then do it. Thank you. (laughs) We've reached the end of the podcast. Anyway... I think I need to lie down after that. That was a bit of a rant. Sorry about that. If you're interested in um, the live workshop on Sunday, please drop me an email or a DM. And also, I've started Go For Gold, which is the 10-week coaching programme. However, I am not doing a group coaching, um, so there is time to still enrol. And it also includes one-to-one coaching calls with um, yours truly. So if you want to find out more information, again, just DM me or send me an email or hop onto the website to find out more. I hope you all have a wonderful week. I heard the weather's shit back home, so I'm sorry about that. But I'm basking in 34 degree heat. Actually, today's not. Today's 29, but it's okay. I'll take that. Anyway, have a fabulous week and I will see you next week.